Hello and welcome back to another episode of the True Blue Sport Podcast, episode 86. This is the Supercoach episode. Now, I had a bit of a better week. Um, Eddie, once again, nice to be with you, mate. We've got a few episodes today. Yeah. Special one, which you will see on our podcast. I'm not going to say it now, but you'll you'll work it out. Just tune in. How are you going to Supercoach this week, mate? Um, Look, I was one point off joining the um, four-digit club. Which hurt. Uh, it, again, it was not not a terrible week. Um, got nine ninety nine. So yeah, it's it's tough. Just missing captains it is what it's come down to at the moment. You know, I've got good performers in my side, um, but I chose to go with Reed Marnie's a bit of a pot option for captain. Um, thinking he could, you know, potentially really carve up the Tigers through the middle, but they just kind of shut him down. He didn't really run the ball a lot. So missing that captain there, you know. If I chose to captain Harry Grant, which is my initial instinct, um, I would have ended up with an extra like 60-odd points. So that hurt. Actually, no, more than that. I would have ended up with a lot more than that because he got what? He got 103 on his own. Who? Grant. Harry Grant. 105 there. Yeah, so. Think something like that. I would have got an extra 100 points. And then, yeah. bang, if I do that, then I've got a great total for the week. So not that worried. Rank's not awesome at the moment. But, you know, between me and 10,000, there's 100 points. Yeah. So it's sweet. It's sweet at the moment. Back on my side, back on the boys in, just gotta start hitting those captains, mate. Nice. What are you thinking? Um, I had a decent week this week because I did pick the captain. I did have Grant. I uh, got a nice one thousand and seventy four. Yeah. Not like the greatest score ever, but it's better than what I've been getting. Well one thousand um, one hundred was a pretty decent score yeah. this week. So. I came thirty five thousand surprisingly with that <laughs> score. So well, you know, obviously there's just a lot of good there, scores though. out there. Um yeah, just not like my team's just not going the greatest at the moment. There's a few players there that not many people have, just pod players that are just getting big scores. Yeah. And, you know, some people do have those players somehow. I don't know. They must have started with them, but it's just the players that we thought were going to go well just aren't really. Yeah, guns aren't at the firing. Moment. Guns aren't firing at the moment. Um, I'm now coming 56,000, so I've gone up 12,000, which is good. Getting up to that 50,000 mark, that's yeah, the goal. Yeah, both, both around there <laughs> for anyway, now. man, so uh, that, we don't need to worry about that. Yeah, um, just like a decent score. I'm pretty happy with it. I did um, get most of my reserves right this week. I had Preston. Um, I, think in, I didn't play Cam Pereira. I don't think most people would. I think they would have played nah, Warbrick over yeah, him anyway. Did, yeah. But yeah, obviously I forced to play Alamotti, which was good because he got a good score. Um, He's a tank, dude. Alamotti's a tank. Yeah, besides that, that's... Not too much from anyone else. You know, Welch, disappointing. But um, just the heat and stuff, I think, affected this round of all the forwards and stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, I brought in, actually, I brought in Wade Egan. I did bring him in. And now he's out. Last minute, Sold Smith brought in Egan. Um, yeah, now he's out, so that's good. Yeah, look, you know, it's tough. I mean, and it's different for you, like Wade Egan coming in, getting that price rise and then getting injured. Some people are trading him out this week because they're going mm. up to Grant. Bloke like you already has Grant. You're kind of in a in a tough spot now that he's missing a week. Obviously, you're just going to hold him anyway because he's scored a try every round. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Jacob Preston for a sec. Fifty three in base. He got no. He got no tries last week, and he came out and scored sixty nine. Nice, eh? Like he's he mate. He's a genuine. You can play this man week in week yeah. out. He's a tank, and he's got a, a few eighty minute performances still in front of him. So mate, that that'll be one of the best cashings this year, I think. Um, when his minutes drop and you can get rid of him at his peak, um, or potentially he earns that starting spot for the season somehow, um, and you just keep him all the way through. Because, yeah, I'm happy to play him. I'm playing him this week. Yeah, 100%. I'm happy to play him as many weeks as I can while he's still starting and playing that 80-minute um, role. But anyway, let's get into a few 
bits of news that are super coach related. Yeah, um, first, sorry, first just quickly, uh, True Blue Cup. Oh yeah, true. Um, we have a new leader. Yeah. Hugh Mungus has dropped the third. Oh, Huey. Jack Mont Zebras. Yeah, Jack Montgomery. Shout out Jack Montgomery. He's ranked five hundred ninety fifth. Second, we got That's punt and dribble. Good man. Kynan. Third, humongous. Fourth, I love Chad. Oh, <laughs> Still in there. And fifth to cap it off, wild turkeys. On, uh, he's twenty nine thousand with, um, three thousand ninety five points and Jack's got three thousand three hundred eighty three. Yeah. Yep. So, so compared look. to us, that's like three hundred points on us. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it'll be fine. Which you know, is you know two captains. We're coming in. We get him. We're coming in around four. We're coming yeah. in around four. It's just well not done. No time to panic yet, but yeah, good on those blokes. Good on Monty, you know, taken out. And I'm glad to see Tom out of the top three. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, hate that guy. <laughs> anyway, let's go into some news. Yeah, so um, Ryan Madison's back. Yep. Great news for Cardi Party owners. Uh, he keeps that starting mm. spot. It's also not great news for Cardi Party owners because Dory's still on the bench. So you'd think... He'd take minutes, yeah. Dory takes minutes off Cartwright. True. And you'd think they just kind of... Both play forty minute roles still anyway. Yeah, probably. Like I mean, that's kind well, of. I didn't even really look at Cardi's numbers, but he's getting solid fifty eight. Oh mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's just he's up and about. He's fit right now. He's offloading. He's he's really really um sharp right mm. now. And it's good that he's kept that starting spot because obviously they back him a little bit more than Dury. Well, the only thing you could argue there injury, is, yeah. um, Hopgood only played forty, I think, last week. Yeah. So Madison could move to lock, and they could keep doing that, which I think is stupid. Why he even went off the field? Yep. He does make a few tackling errors, things like that. He does get seem to get a bit f- not not fatigued, but like I don't know, the heat might have gotten to him a bit, and that, that's why they took him off. But that yep. could is a possibility. But yeah, like it's a bit of a worry for Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. And no, Dory, I guess, because yeah, they take him off each other. But you know, it was always going to be a worry. Mm. Everyone, it's interesting how Maddo goes, but because you know he's a yep. solid he's gun a in the last few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So and also you still got Sean Lane lurking there. Um, yeah. he's it's still a bit cloudy. Six to eight, roughly. Yeah, still a bit cloudy when weeks. he'll come back. But not six to eight from week, now. Week six to eight, yeah. Yeah, week so like six to eight. Four around. weeks. Yeah. Max. Um so he's still lurking around. So yeah, Eel's back row is interesting at the moment. Um obviously you've still got Hopgood there, but Dory moves to the bench and Cartwright keeps that starting spot. Alright, now Jerome Hughes. He... There was two, last night there was two uh, challenges at the judiciary. Jeez, I've kind of butchered that pronunciation, but it's all right. Two challenges at the judiciary and Jerome Hughes was one of them. Now, he was facing a two-week suspension or just a fine. He actually lost. So, he's facing two weeks on the sideline now. Now, Munster comes back this week at 5-8. Um, 5-8 is a very interesting position. I know a few people are keen on Munster. For me, he's still uh, you know, a little bit of a wait and see, um, especially with the doing news that we will get into in a second. But the main thing for me is um, Jerome Hughes getting two weeks opens up Jonah Pizet because mm. he will now get a price rise, you'd think. You'd think after his debut last week, he slots straight into that um, halfback role or just, you know, jump straight into the, the halves there. So if he has a really, really good week again this week, there is potential for a quick cash grab there. They are um, up against the Tigers, we'll mention. Yes, yes. So, you know... If he has a really Big good week, there is, yeah. there is a possibility that he... Um, Quick cash grab, but he won't be there, for, obviously, when Hughes comes back. But No, 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 no. But the other thing is, with that, um, he could be really good over the origin period, yeah. too. So, interesting for Pizet, Um Obviously, it's a wait and see. Don't go early on him this week. There's no point at all. But it is, you know, with 
Hughes getting those two weeks is an interesting one. All right, now moving on to the Tigers. Adam Dewey, if you haven't seen, has been moved to fullback mm. with Dane Laurie coming back at 14 after his injury. So that's forced Charlie Staines to the wing and Nofaluma has been dropped um, and bringing Brandon Wakeham into the halves. So interesting for Dewey. You know, I'm a little bit worried because the Dewey that we know and love, especially in a supercoach perspective, is that explosive guy um, that just explodes and attacks the line, throws a dummy and bang, just quick through strong. Um I think it could be good or bad, but I've heard from the past when he's played there, it hasn't been great. Well, I've heard a little, maybe a little bit differently. Really? Um, but yeah, he he is just lacking explosiveness at the moment, which is really weird because obviously there's a lot more running in the fullback role. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he pulls up there. Um, but just running a few numbers. So I believe it was 2020 or maybe 2021. But anyway, when he was playing, um, when he played fullback for a season, he averaged 57 without goal kicking. It's pretty good. So that's that's not bad at all. Um, obviously, this Tiger side is struggling right now. Yeah, goal kicking, that's pretty good. With a bit of a change. Yeah. And he's been averaging about six points on goal kicking at the moment. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, they're going pretty bad. Like, you'd hope they get a bit better yep. in the next few weeks or halfway through the season just so he does get those extra points. Because, like, he is getting good base still when he was playing 5-8. Yeah. He just, and they, like, they just weren't. Well, he's doing nothing. And exactly, he's not really doing anything, and he's so, still getting fifties in base. Besides the other week, because he did play fullback, but um, yeah, you just yeah. got to hope they go a bit better because it all rely on you know if you're fullback in a team that doesn't score points, you're not getting much. No, you're no, not getting no, the no. ball much. You're not making much tackles. It's the base. That's the thing. He's known for like covering all statistics in Supercoach. Yep. He's like one of those players that do that in the five eight position at fullback. He can't really do that. Yeah, I mean, he it doesn't just get depends. The ball much. Just depends on yeah. how he gets involved. Apparently, the word is that uh, Brooksy has been told to roam free, and Wakeham's going to take control of the team. I don't mind the Wakeham call I, in the trolls. I think he played. and He played really well. He played so. really well last week too. He played yeah. like twenty six minutes. Mm. And um, well, did he come on at the end? I didn't get to watch it, but was he on at the end? Because that's when they sort of came back. Yeah, well, he was on. He was on when they were getting the line breaks going. Like there so, he go. started a few of the line breaks there. Um, he got that one where I think he put Kapoa through. Um, so. He got yeah, I think he ended up with forty something. So if he if he stays there, he ended up with forty or fifty two in twenty six minutes or something like yeah. that. So uh, potential watch there. But yeah, Dewey for me right now, because of the move to fullback, um, he's a hold, I think. Just, yeah, I'm holding. Just because there's no real straightforward option in in the spot. Yeah, we'll talk about it later, but there's yeah, I want to hold him just because there's a few players I'm looking at. Yeah, exactly. Look, there's no about. one that you just go, okay, I'm going to him. You exactly. know, Munster's just coming back. Yeah, Munster and Hines. He's going well, but the Eels aren't going well. Mm. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, moving on now, so no Ruben Cotter. Uh, it's believed to be a meniscus injury, so he'll be out for two to four weeks. Yeah, I think I'm selling. Yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely selling. Um, he's been. I need to. I've got no really backup. I've got Stefano, and that's it. Yeah. He's been underperforming anyway, so yeah, exactly. it's... That's the thing. If he was still performing, I'd keep, but he's yep. getting 40s. He's, he's played le- 10 minutes less every single week. From this. Yep. He's played 67, 57, 47. Well, and last week, don't get me wrong, he got 46 in 42 minutes, yeah. and it was just mm. base. Like, so it, it, he's still an he's still absolute gun. He just doesn't seem to get in the minutes. No, so we'll talk about the options to go from there, but if you have Cotter, it's probably a sell, um, unless you have a really strong backup and you can wait a week and do it next week. Um, Warriors news now Shans and Clockstar And Jackson Ford Come back in Jackson Ford is a massive watch um, 
So well, he'd get a price rise After this, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, he, what's his BE? Like uh, how much did he set to go up? Because he got four last week, but he got a decent. Exactly. So that four that four's given us an extra week, which is why mm. I'm saying a watch because obviously he won't be um, going that much. And he is still 281. He's not bottom dollar. So his break even is 22. Um, yeah, so but you'd have to go to a decent score this week to even think about it. Look, if you don't if you don't have him now, don't get him in because you've got Jazz Tavanga back as well, who had a great game last week. So just wait and see on um, Jackson Ford. Uh, but yeah, Shans is back in. Yeah, that's good because I bought him and got injured. So yeah, yeah. finally get to see him. So that's good for him. They're up against the uh, who they versing this week. Warriors. Yeah, isn't it? Do- is it dogs? Yeah, dogs. That's it. Yeah. So it could get a few points there. Who knows? Yep. Um, all right, Knights news now. Greg Marzu. Interesting one. Named on the wing. Um, now, this bloke had a fair bit of interest um, mm. in the trials before the season. And That's then, before we knew the Knights were going to be yes, average again. Yes, 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 it is. Um, but, yeah, he had a fair bit of interest. You know, he's a base that demon. He yeah. loves bumping off tackles. So, he's definitely a watch. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't get picked to start of the year. But, yeah. anyway. He's definitely a watch. Um, if he can prove, you know, he has a good game this week, gets named again next week, and he proves that job security is there, um, and he's, you know, bumping off tackles and whatnot, he could be a nice pod play. Now, Raiders, Josh Papaliti has been named. Um, I know a few people have Pasami Solo, um, who was playing in his absence. Pasami Solo is still on the bench. I wouldn't be freaking out this week. He's got a break even of six. I think he should get enough minutes yeah, to cover that. That's why more weeks keep. Um, so there's no point really rushing it unless it's for because is he is Pasami Solo Julie? I think he is. Think so, yeah. Unless yeah, you know is. it's that straight Probably swap so. to Preston, which I completely agree with. Um, if you need to do that, but yeah, he's major 45k. He'll cover that break even of six this week. He'll take that. Um, just hold on to him for another one. And again, the minutes might be weird. Tarpon is playing reduced minutes right now. Josh Papali always is a slow starter coming into a new season, so he could still have some minutes there. But yeah, just just relax on him for now. Um, that's about it. Actually, there is one more thing. So the other judiciary charge last night was Kafusi. Mm-hmm. He was looking to get reduced from four games to a fine as well. He lost. So now he gets four games on the sideline, missed Damn. that Broncos clash with Suncorp this week. Um, there is a bloke, actually, and this I would like it to be known that this was brought to my attention by someone else. I didn't necessarily see this. But um, Connolly Lemuelu from the Dolphins. Now... Let me just get these stats up. I think that's how you say his name anyway. That's how I've learned. See, so. I thought he was a winger. No, he played He played centers at the Cows for a little bit, um, but now he's coming off the bench into an edge role. Right. So he scored. He scores of 76 in 50 minutes, 8 in 19 minutes. Not great, obviously, but only played 19 minutes in that game, um, and 64 in 72 minutes. Now, with this Kafusi suspension... Lemu Elu should be looking at a good, decent amount of minutes. I'm not saying grab him this week because that eight has given us an extra week to look because his break-even is now 35. What's his price? Um, he's priced at 354. He's gone yeah, up 47 But, you know, over the next four weeks, he's, uh, he's a watch for me this week if he plays like a good, you know, 70-something minutes and because he's got he, – I think he's got a lot of attacking upside in him. Um, he's got that experience at centre as well, so – just a watch there after Kafusi's got four weeks, nothing major. Um, anyway, nice. That's about it for the news. That's all I've got. Right, uh, we're getting to the buy, holds, and sells for this week. Now, my buy is Payne Haas. Okay, I mean, that uh, man is, is looking. One. 
looking naughty. This is an interesting one for me. I've got Reese Walsh behind him just because... So Payne Haas is your main priority? If I had to choose between Haas and Walsh right now, I'm picking Haas. One, because I don't want to sell Teddy. Yep. Or Turbo. I get that. Two, I, get I am low in forwards. Three after sell quarter. Four, Haas is just now, a beast. Now, Jimmy, I was really keen on Payne Haas too. But I have done a bit of research, listened to a few people and had a look for myself as well. And I found a perfectly little summed up bit here. Now, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Here. So, actually, I'll, 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 I'll explain myself first. Now, I am getting rid of Cotter, right? Peyton Haas is the most traded player this week. I think he'll end up around 30% ownership by the end of the round. Mm. He loves starting well. And in this Dragons game, he had he got 36 points from two offloads in about five minutes. So we got he got which again again he he doesn't mind to offload he doesn't mind to offload, but this dude this dude got 36 points in about five minutes for an offload that started a line break. He got offload, running meters, line break assist, um, try contribution, and he got that twice. He got boosted about 38 points in five minutes. So what was he on before that, do you know? Uh, well, like he ended 50s. on 92. He would have been somewhere in the 50s. So I get I get that people are trading in um, Payne Haas a lot. But the other thing to think about is, um, is last year. So when we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he... Um, oh, what am I trying to say? So... He's, yeah, got about 38 points in a few minutes, and we saw this last year. We saw him start well last year. Everyone jumped on him, and then he got like one score over 65 in 14 games in a row. It just, for me, is a little bit nervous at 30% ownership. I know he's a gun, and I know he did it really easy, but in this game where the Dragons just absolutely opened up and he got those 36 points in five minutes, that's not going to happen every week, and then he ends up on 60 it's very inflated, I think, and um, he got yeah, as I said, over once like got one score over sixty five in fourteen games in a row last season. If you look at last season, he averaged seventy six points across all of it. That's mainly from the start. He's starting. He starts really well, but now that he's yeah again up around thirty percent, I'm looking at honestly, I'm looking at Joe Tarpany. I think Joe Tarpany is about. I think he'll end up. Probably eight percent, nearly ten percent less ownership. Um, Payne Haas has been like one of the greatest Supercoach players in the when he came into the comp. Yeah, yeah. Last year he just had a bit of an off season. Yeah, absolutely. But this is the exact same thing that we're seeing that happened last season. And he's but he's still getting like he got a seventy six. Yeah, yeah. No try, try assist. Yeah. Uh, What do you get? Oh Um, no, he's had some inflated stats, but for me, yeah, but that's him. For me, Tarpany. Tarpany hasn't had a single attacking stat to his name this year. Hasn't had a single one. He came on last year, uh, last week, sorry. Where do, you, where do you find this basing that you're looking up for? He played here. Yeah. He played... F- I was playing horses. Um, he played 40, like 42 minutes, Tarpany. And he came on and he played like 20 minutes at the end or 25 minutes at the end and got like 48 points in pure base. And he looked like he did absolutely nothing. If Tarpany scores, 
If Tarpany gets an attacking stat, he's going to score more than Payne Haas with those attacking stats. Tarpany is just, the base is... Yeah, but who's more likely to get that attacking stat? I know what I think it would be. Yeah, but like... That's the thing. You say that, but like some players just do that. They just get attacking... Like, they do get attacking Yeah, but Payne Haas didn't last year at the end of the... For 14 games. I know, but the Broncos are way better than they were last year. They came out hot last year too. They did, but not 3-0. Not 3-0, you're right. First time since 2009, I believe. Look, so this is just all... It's just all base. He, Tarpany hasn't got an attacking stat yet. 57 in round one, in 50 minutes, 55 points in base. 47 minutes in round two, 64 points, 58 in base. 46 minutes in round three, 63 points, 59 in base. He hasn't got a genuine attacking stat to his name yet. Shots Haas' one. And we know he's got that in him. He, he barely, he hasn't even really been offloading yet. And I think now with Josh Papali'i back to that forward pack being full strength, well, nearly full strength, um, I'm really keen on Tarp and he had a, probably nearly, you'll pick him up for nearly 10% less ownership. Um, and look, I don't think you can go wrong. I don't hate it, but like... I don't think you can go wrong. Like, if you get Haas... I think Haas is more upside. If you can get Haas, there's no... Um, it's not, like, going to go wrong for you. Yeah. It's not going to go wrong. This is just, like, the trap that I fell into last year where I picked him up and then Tarpany just started exploding and Haas was just getting 45, 48, 51, 52. And it just got really annoying. Um, so I'm thinking... Look, fair enough. You've done your research. I'm thinking Tarpany. I'm thinking Tarpany. Don't hate it. Um, and he is dual too. That's another good thing. They're yes, roughly exactly. the same price too. And yeah, the ownership would be lower. So yeah, I don't, don't mind. And it. I think his, his minutes are going to pick up. He's getting the, thing, the only thing that like, yeah, I, I'd see what you're saying. Like that's perfectly fine. I just think, you know, sometimes you look at, would you rather a Bulldogs player or a Storm player? I think Raiders is irrelevant right now. Especially the forwards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like Broncos are just like on fire now. And you know... Like Haas just looked in his prime in that that last. He did, last he bit did, there. he did, he did. But again, it's just for me. It's the Warriors of last year, and thirty something percent ownership. I don't like it mm. as much as I like Tarpany. Anyway, Fair got enough. a bit sidetracked there. Uh, my buy of the week is Reese Walsh. I think I think Teddy, the Teddy to Reese Walsh play is the play for myself. And you know his break even's low. He's set a ton, set to make a ton of cash. Um, this week, I know he has like very, very minimal base. Yeah, like, like I was, I was just saying like about Broncos being on top, which I'm sort of contradicting here, but like, yeah, he did have zero in exactly sixty minutes. Exactly, exactly. But like, he can just do it. Like he just so can. can Teddy, but so can Teddy. But Teddy's got a buy, and then comes back to three extremely tough games. His mm. break even is like hundred and fifty. He's going to go down. Like, Reese Walsh is going to go... It's pretty much Teddy's going to go down. He's underperforming. Reese Walsh is overperforming, and he's going to go up. Now, for me, it's Reese Walsh, and then in three weeks' time, I sweep, switch Reese Walsh to Luttrell. That's that's my play, personally. Like, Luttrell's got a few tough games coming up, but when it eases up, I think it's the Bulldogs is their first game, and then it really eases up. Um, that's when I'm going to pick up. Luttrell for Reese Walsh. I think Reese Walsh is the play. You know, I, I yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love, I'd love to have him, but I can't. I just can't sell Teddy, and I can't. I should have done it last week. So you fathom not, the zero and sixty. That so you're not getting him. Reese Walsh. No, I'm sticking with Teddy. Okay. Yeah. Look, fair. I know. Like, I can see why you're not. I, I can, definitely well, I can see it. why you are. Like, I just don't want to waste really waste trade on it. Yeah. Look, fair enough. Fair enough. And also, just on that, I've got a watch. Pay, um, Munster and Hines. They're both coming back this week. 
as we were talking about Dewey before, um, I don't know, I feel like I'd rather like trade both of those in if possible and then maybe downgrade Teddy to one of those then Walsh at some point. <clears throat> I'd like to see how Hines a month ago yeah, and then I can possibly get both, see how Teddy goes and then if I really want those two, then I have someone to downgrade. But in two weeks, Teddy, Teddy and... Reese aren't going to be much priced. Yeah, true. All. You're not that's going to be true. saving any money. Mm. But that's another trade. Look, um, like, and well, I'm, I'm assuming you've got because I'm looking Julie's. at. I'm assuming you've got Julie's. Whereabouts? We're well, talking about bringing in Hines at. Well, I'd sell Boyd and Dilly eventually to get those two, if I wanted both. Oh, you'd sell. Oh, okay, okay. Because you got yeah, you got Boyd in the halfback role. Okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure. So I'm watching those two. That's why I don't really want to waste a trade on Teddy when, I don't know, I feel like I don't have other players there that price to upgrade to those two if I yeah. wanted both. Look, the whole, the whole Teddy isn't a bad move for myself, you know, and it's it's massive anti-pod right now. He's like massively traded out. Um, but the buy this week, underperforming, coming in with a massive break even, hmm. I just, I don't like it. Because um, if those two come back and go on fire, not many people will be able to get both. And that's a, I feel like that's yeah. a good play if you get those two in early. Yeah, and then what, like, like I don't know if I can do it. I'm just like that's that's the plan. I'm gonna, I want to try and bring those both in. Origin period to be tough. Yeah, it would be, but I don't know. Um, anyway, my, why did you say hold then? No, nah, I just that was just like a, I got like a watch and. Oh, I guess your holds Teddy. Holds Teddy, yeah. Yep. Um. All right, my holds. My hold is. Dewey at the moment for what I spoke about before. Um, if you are trading him to go up to someone, look, I get it. But for me personally, now he's playing fullback. Um, and Tigers have switched it up a little bit. He's a hold. But my main one is Val. Hold Val? Yeah. Who is people selling? About a 1,000. So not heaps. But I went through the traded out list and like I could kind of understand a lot of people that were getting traded out. Um, but And we'll get into some cheapy centers in a little bit because that's another interesting topic. But... Yeah, like, he's averaging, I think it's like 59, and he hasn't got an attacking state yet. Like, it's just pretty much like he's 31 yeah, exactly. basing. He's well, I mean, he does have goal basing. kicking, but like... Yeah, exactly. But he's 31 base, and then he's averaging about 12 in goal kicking, so that's 43 points. You'll take like a 50-plus center any day of the week. Exactly. Even what... Doesn't matter what price they are. And people are just forgetting why we bought Val. We bought Val because we know he's a gun. He's just so consistent. Like, he's not going to get you a 20. And they've still got it easy. Like, it's the draw hasn't changed. It's still easy. I know Drinky's out, but, and I know that their link-up is usually really good, but... Exactly. He hasn't even fired yet, and he's getting Yeah, six, exactly. So. so, for me, Val's a hold. Um, 100%. And so, then, yours holds Dewey as well? Do, well, yeah. We spoke about Dewey a little bit before. Yeah, well, he's on more like, more main, like a brink. He's on the brink of sell. Mainly Val. Sell. And then my sell's Teddy. Sell, I've got... And Cotter. Oh, Cotter. Yeah. We've, we've spoken about that, but yeah. Yeah, I can see why you're selling. That's Teddy, good. How we we've got a bit of disagreement here. I like that. Mm. Um, anyway, you want to jump into some hot topics? Hot topics. Mine's just Walsh. Just the fact that he's on fire, but he did get zero and sixty, which worries me. That's yep. the main one. Yep, and we we have spoke about that um, a little bit. But Schuster. I am keen on him. Just wait. Yeah. For me, I mean, unless you. Really the only thing that worried me. He got nine points. He got fifty nine. He got nine points in base. I'm like, holy shit! Eddie's done a good play here. Like, fair enough. Still got sixty, which is good. But like. I was expecting him to be on 90. Yeah. Like, he was in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, like, th- what, three tri-assists. Three tri-assists. So, minus that, he's got, yeah, like, 
He got nine. He points. got literally got nine points in base. <laughs> like but as much geez, as I like watching him and stuff, geez, obviously, if he, good, and he oh probably kept doing God. it every week. That's the thing. Like he's he looks so good when you're under the line. He makes so much space for turbo. It's a massive for turbo. Like Mate. get turbo in because Schuster's there. Just because Schuster's there. Like he's got turbo. He makes turbo and Garrick there. Yeah. If there's an edge you want to be playing on <laughs> and feeding the ball to... That's what I mean. He's going to get there. attacking points. There's one of those players that you'd bring in because he is going to get attacking points, but he can get you that 10, but like it doesn't really yeah. matter. He's going to go up in price, well, but yeah, not, but it did thing. worry me that he should have been on 90. He's not in your 17 every week. Yeah, he's, and he's you're a jewel too. You're, like. just, you're just playing when you can. Let him plot along. Just playing when you can. Um, again, he got 90 base and he got three tries. and got 59. Like, It's not great, but... He is. He's definitely a buy, in yeah. my opinion. He's definitely a buy, but it's just whether you go early this week to save a trade next week, yeah, or whether you bring right. him in next week. Yeah, that's the thing. Depends what your other plans are. Um, if you got well, if you got big plans next week, then you may as well just bring him in this week because you know you're probably going to get him anyway. Um, but another hot topic. Oh, I've got Cotter replacement. We kind of talked about that already. You know, you got blokes yep. like Tino and Tahu who look lurking around. I'm not as keen on them as Tarpany and Haas. They're probably my top two. Um, let's talk Nick Owens. You're not going him? Not yet, but I'm watching. Yeah, well, we're watching with great intent. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's 908K, second most player, second most expensive player in the game, coming back from a calf injury. If he goes off, is, I'm making a play. I'm selling like some, some players to get him in. Which And yeah, I completely understand that. I completely understand so that. So I need to get that. I need to get that early move on to get up in the ranks. But like, he's 900K. He can go... 100-100 and surely you might miss out on some points but he's not really going to go out that much exactly. like, it's not going to really affect you financially if you wait um, but on the flip side of that calf injury is one of the most notoriously like one of the most notorious re-niggle injuries yeah and exactly and he kicks goals so that's another thing he would get points from kicking goals but he might not kick exactly it's just so a watch. don't buy him this week unless you're like a you're, going, you're crazy I'm not I'm not well Forsey's getting him well good play like that's the thing if he goes off great play but yeah, like I don't I don't hate it I yeah. would do it if I wasn't scared. And scared. they've got a buy round six. Yeah, that's the thing. So what? He's got so this he week plays, fifth. And then, so yeah, and then before his price rise, you have a drop. buy. Yeah. So I know they've got Dragons this week and then another relative ears game next week. I'm not 100% sure who it is. Um, but then it goes into a buy and then you've got a week anyway to just adjust. Hmm. It's like for me, I'm waiting to that buy um, at 908K. It's just not for me coming off the back of a uh, calf injury. Yep. You feeling the okay. same? Yeah. Yep. All right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. We'll get into some watches for this week for myself. Obviously, there's a lot. We spoke about Shoestay's big watch. I've also got Sonny Luke down. I'm um, watching some minutes there. Um, coming back from the bye, you know, if he plays some good minutes, he still could be a play to um, go down to a cheaper hooker. And then I've also got Tom Starling. I know it's an interesting one, um, but with. Danny Levi being out for 10 weeks now. Zach Wolford moves into the starting hook spot, so minutes could change there. Um, I'm not too keen on him anyway, but he's just a bit of a watch. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about was cheap centres. I don't think there's really any point to be going sideways like from Warbrick to someone else at the moment. No. Um, unless, unless you've got Willie Arme. Yeah, unless you've got... He's like not playing anymore. Really, really, really like luxury... Stuff going on, and you can trade a cheapie to a cheapie. I just don't think like people heaps of people train out Warbrick. Like, just don't play him. Just have him in your yeah. side. He's still on the edge for the storm. You know, Munster's back now. That's the thing. If you have like nothing else to do, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, he's yeah, 
he's has proven. I know last week was different, but he has proven that he's got de- like decent base. Yeah, the storms not going great, so exactly. So um, just cheapy centers is a weird one. Um, that's about it for myself. All right, what are your plans this week then? Um, look, Walsh for Teddy, as we spoke about, and then I think I'm going to go Cotter to Tarpany. And I'm toying with the idea of boosting at the moment, but I don't think I will because um, I really want Wilton to release Katoa for Egan Butcher. Yeah, okay. Um, in Egan Butcher's bye week, you know, there's probably no point in boosting because he's just going to be sitting there, but it's just for an extra reserve. I would do it for this week, but it's probably not worth it. So I'll probably just wait till next week. Um, but I've just got to adjust to what I want to do because there are a few blokes that I want to bring in over the next little while. Um, but yeah, really keen on Wilton and Katoa. And then, yeah, probably Tarpany for Cotter and Walsh for Teddy. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm selling Cotter. That's whether I get Haas or Tarpany after yeah. you tell me that. Um, like I said, I'm watching Munster and Hines. I'm not going to go this week, but... So are you just doing one trade this week, saving one? Yeah, I don't have too many issues. I do have plays there that I can trade. For example, Butcher, oh, I'd be doing Cotter, Tedesco, but Egan... I don't know. For now, I'm definitely going to do Cotter to someone. I don't know who yet. Another one was Willie Army to Schuster this week early. Um, All right. Do that. Do that. Do that. And I'm not going to boost because I boosted last week. Do that. Do that. Willie Army to Schuster. Yeah. Go a week early because then you've got to yeah, trade exactly. play with That's the thing. Week. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I'm if, not a massive fan on selling these Roosters boys yet just because they haven't been going that well. And they're the only two players I'm really looking to sell. Butcher, Teddy... Everyone else I'm happy to keep. Willie Army. And Willie Army, yeah. And Dewey's like obviously next week. Um, if it depends how he goes. And Egan's just... I bought him last week, so... Don't know what to do there. I'll probably just keep. Yeah, how many is he at for? One? Yeah. Who? Egan? Wait, Egan? Um, yeah, yeah, well, it should be one. But it's it's weird with the new concussion protocols for the NRL. Yeah, true. It's like 11 days or something. Um, But it should be one, hopefully named the yeah. week after. Righto. Yeah, so that's if I was you, if I was you, and I had a trade to play with, I'd be going Willie Armand to Schuster week early, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because then I can do something next. Exactly, week, so. save yourself a trade next week for sure. That's what I'd be doing. Righto, captains. I think I'm going to vice Cleary against the Eels. Yep, right. Purely because I think I'm definitely going to captain Green against the Tigers. Yeah, possibly it, Turbo. He's the other possible, but they're versing me, uh, South. I like know. the Tigers play. Um, I like the Turbo play. I'm going to VC Cleary as well on that Thursday night, but. Grant, for me, after captaining a hooker who's been going well last week against the Tigers, he just kind of got shut down a little bit in the middle. Just a smidge. Like Reed, Reed Marnie. Oh. Reed Marnie got shut down a little bit. Like, running game was not yeah. there. Grant's not a little bit. I know he is. I know he is. And I'm probably still going to captain Grant after what happened last week. Um, but if that means I'm captaining him, then no one else will probably captain yeah. him. I can't hit captains at the moment. I'm also keen on um, Val a little bit. Um, but yeah, look, for me, it's VC Cleary and then it's probably between Grant and Turbo. Yeah. But if you're bringing in Hines, I'd be throwing the sound in. Like, mm. just go all in, I'll say. Just you do reckon? it. Yeah, I, I, reckon, reckon, I don't reckon he goes good this week. Just go all in if you're bringing him in, eh? Righto. Um, yeah, I've reserves. I think I'm obviously can't play T. I think I'm going to have to reserve Calm Pereira. I'm forced to play. Well, I'm not really forced. I'm going to play Alamotti. Um, I'm going to have to play, obviously play Preston. I'm going to be forced to play... Yuta Kamano and Boyd, I think. That's a bit tough. Mm. Yeah, well, I've got I've got Reed Marnie there. I've got Jacob Preston there, who I'm more than happy to play. I've also got Reese Walsh on the bench now. Um, you little fudge, then. Um, <laughs> if I 
do boost and bring in Elise Katoa, it'll be him or Wilton, but I don't think I will. I think I'll reverse that, and then I'll probably, you know, just throw it on Schuster as well for a bit of upside. Um, potentially, I've also got, you know, three centres there that are plotting along. So, yeah, there's options. But at the moment, Reese Walsh, Jacob Preston, and Reid Marnie are all locked in for myself on the reserves. Nice. So you boosted... How many times have you boosted now? This will be two if I do it, but I don't, I'm don't. i not going to, I don't think. I think I'm going to reverse that trade and just get Egan Butch back in there, probably bring in Elise next week. Fair enough. It's that break even that scares me. It's like, negative, it's like in the negatives, like low negatives, but yeah. like negative six or something. So it's a bit naughty, eh? Because Jeezy's been basing well. Yeah. Jeezy's been basing. He's getting like mid-50s in base every week. Teague got 66 mm. in base last week. Really? Yep. It's great. There's some, I've yeah. missed the mark on his second row a little bit. So Egan Butch was the wrong play, and that's why I'm trying to, adjust to that but you know we'll see nice right I think that's it thank you for listening episode 86 um yeah got another two episodes today obviously NRL and another special one so look out for that happy super coach thanks for listening (laughs) couple Heinz baked beans Heinz baked beans great team man have a great day I'll see you next week says